everyone. Welcome to the No Sugar Added Podcast, where we have raw conversations about what self-employment really looks like. I'm your host, Joanne Augustine, ready to give you today's blend and cup of excellence. Hey everyone, welcome back. Before we get into the heart of today's episode, I would like to take a moment to share my piece on the current climate of this country, the United States of America. As a black woman, I feel compelled to use my voice and take this opportunity to make it extremely clear that I stand behind the great awakening that is happening in this country, and I support the Black Lives Matter movement with every fiber of my body. We can do an entire episode on this subject. However, I will leave that to those podcasters who have been building their brand and audience around the subject well before me. I will, however, be including recommendations of these podcasts and other resources in the cheat sheet aligned with this episode. So make sure that you are subscribed to our mailing list. You can find the link to subscribe in our Instagram bio at no sugar added pod. That is P-O-D. Just click get exclusives. I will say this though. I'm here for this awakening. I have seen countless social graphics and videos. However, three in particular stood out to me and I would like to take a brief moment to share them with you. The first is this quote, racism is so American that when you protest it, people think you are protesting America. Please note that everything that is happening right now is a culmination of the hurt and pain that black people in America have experienced in this country. This is not just about one man. This is about every single black person that has died at the hands of police brutality and every single living black person that may very well be next. The second thing that struck me is this quote, the highest form of knowledge is empathy. Listen, I can't teach you empathy. That requires soul work, and that needs to be done solo. However, if you are at all confused by what is going on and just can't help to pinpoint and focus on rioting or looting or all of this violence for just one man, you have to sit with your shadows. I suggest you find a corner and reflect, meditate, connect with the earth, And maybe then you'll find some clarity and realize that you've had blinders on the entire time. It's way bigger than what is happening. It's why it's happening. The third thing that struck me is the video of Kimberly Jones, co-author of I'm Not Dying With You Tonight. In the video, she breaks down systematic racism using the game of Monopoly as an analogy. It's brilliant. The main thing that stuck with me is the fact that she was brave enough to dissect the intentions of a looter. She said, when you focus on the what, you completely miss the why. So I challenge you today to pick up a book by a black person on the topic and educate yourself. Just focus on why. I promise that'll be eye-opening and it will bring you clarity. In today's blend, we're diving into personal accountability and how it's vital to your success in general. It all boils down to this. 
Everyone has their own set of responsibilities, and people can only help you so much, right? You can't just rely on getting assistance from others because you need to be respectful to their own lives. You have to be able to keep yourself in line and hold yourself accountable for your actions. It's not on anyone but you. So by now, you should know that I love starting off with definitions. I just think it creates a great foundation to build on. You have to start with the basics in order to grow. That's how I see it. So accountability is derived from the word accountable, which means required or expected to justify actions or decisions. That being said, to have accountability therefore means an obligation or willingness to accept responsibility for one's actions. So if we take both definitions, in essence, accountability is essentially accepting the actions or inactions that have resulted from your choices. So if you want to keep yourself in line, you have to know yourself. Self-awareness plays a major role in personal accountability. As a self-employed person, the first thing you dive headfirst into is freedom, okay? It's just you now. You now have complete control over how you spend your time. So whether you set your alarm for 7 a.m. and actually get up to do your regular morning routine that most likely ends up with you at your desk ready to, to work is completely and totally up to you. You no longer face the pressures from a manager or repercussions of being fired. There is no one to hold you directly accountable but yourself. Of course, you can still run the risk of losing business partnerships and clients if you don't deliver. However, those people don't actually have access to witnessing you get the work done. They won't notice a thing as long as you deliver in a timely manner. So making sure that you do is completely on you. A good practice to develop self-awareness is to definitely just take the time to just sit with yourself, pay attention to how you go about your day-to-day. You know, take some time to just gain a better understanding of how you work. So here are a few questions that you can answer candidly. Number one, what are my strengths? Typical question, right? Number two, What are my weaknesses? Number three, what tasks do I dislike doing and end up procrastinating? This one's a key one. Number four, when am I most productive? Number five, what tasks kill my creativity? And number six, when do I tend to check out mentally? So once you understand what you are capable of, good or bad, you will have the tools to keep yourself in check. Knowledge is power. So let's take myself as an example. When I first became self-employed in June 2018, I had to figure out what to do with all of the extra time I had from no longer needing to commute on a consistent basis. Of course, I could have just slept in more, right? But how productive would that be? So establishing a system of success takes time and it also takes experience, meaning you have to like do it. So, you know, trial and error. With each new hurdle in my solopreneurship journey, I learned more and more about myself. So here's how things typically pan out for me on a day to day. I realized that number one, mornings are for creative writing and strategy. Mornings are when I am most connected to my better self, the best version of myself. And I think a lot of that has to do with the morning routine that I established for myself. So in the morning, I make sure that I start with me. So I wake up. I put my coffee on the stove. I use an espresso stovetop. I love espresso. 
Um, you know, I guess that makes me a coffee nerd, but I'm also Caribbean, so it's like a requirement. Um, that's just how I grew up with coffee. Coffee is my happy place. Um, so I start off with that. I meditate. I also take some time to stretch and just feel my body, get in the zone. And I journal. I do some gratitude journaling. So after doing all of that, the headspace that I'm in is in such a great place. Like I feel so connected with my higher self. And I think that's what makes me the most creative. Not everybody's different. Uh, a lot of people get that feeling at night or in the middle of the day, whatever. But the goal is find out when you get that and you know maximize that opportunity in the mornings for me i take that time to do all of the writing that I, that i need to do for client work or for my personal work strategy planning um all of that number two mid afternoons are for client calls a lot of this has to do with obviously mornings being for me right getting myself in that headspace getting ready and then also doing things that make me feel good which is creative work so after doing that i'm feeling great now i can really socialize right so and i'm also introverted so i need that me time before i can go ahead and quote unquote perform by you know obviously doing my strategy calls with my contract clients and uh, doing other calls with prospective clients like consultations and whatnot. Number three, I check out at 3.30. And this didn't take being self-employed for me to realize this. I was like this when I used to have a nine to five as well. Because I'm so productive in the morning and I'm also an early riser, by 3, 3.30, I'm done. Like my brain is just off. It's like we've had enough. Go watch like some dumb reality TV. Just like don't think. <laughs> So I know that about myself. So if there's like a hard deadline or something that is super important and is on my high priority list, I definitely make sure that I do that first thing in the morning and don't push it because I know I'm going to mentally shut down around 3, 3.30. Number four, I typically hit my second wind as they call it after dinner. I always get like a little power session in even if it's just an hour. So number five, evenings are mostly for admin stuff for me. So that's when I'll just pull out my computer after having some, you know, a bit of a break from the screen and all that when I check out around 3.30. After dinner, probably around like 8, 8.30, I'll reopen my computer for a little bit. Um, and that's when I'll do some admin stuff. Like if there was some email follow-ups I needed to do, um, just like planning on my calendar, making sure certain things, certain time blocks are, are on my calendar. I do that stuff in the evening time. And yeah, those are the five things that I realized and that have allowed me to shape my system of success. So I definitely recommend to do the same, ask those questions, be a little bit more present, pay attention to when you're most productive to when you tend to shut down. Are you an early riser? Are you a night owl? Pay attention to those things and shape your day around that because most likely that's not gonna change, at least not right away. Like if that's just who you are, you're a night owl, then work your schedule around that. Don't put so much energy in changing yourself um, unless it's like absolutely necessary. Uh, just work with it, you know, and it'll work with you because that's just that's who you are and that's what works best and that's when you're at your best. So definitely focus on shaping your schedule around that 
And that will help you be more accountable because you're functioning at your highest level. So here are a few things to keep in mind as you navigate personal accountability. Number one, stay focused. One of the most important things to master is having an understanding of the tasks that are priority and organizing your day around them in an effort to have the most productive day, of course. Number two, mold your mindset. One of the things that's extremely crucial when you become self-employed or even if you've been self-employed for a while is shifting your mind to be more proactive versus reactive. Your time is going to be completely sucked if you leave it in the hands of other people. Meaning, if you're more reactive, every single time an email comes to your inbox and it's a request from a client or a request from you know a colleague or whatever and you just drop everything that you're doing to answer that, like that's gonna throw you off. You need to be proactive in the sense that be focused in your time blocks. I'm working on this project, this task at the moment work on that, and then schedule another time block to do emails and follow up with people. I'm not saying don't follow up with people, absolutely do, but don't break your concentration for other people's priorities. Again, this is going to be different for everyone. It depends on, you know, what what you do. If you're like an IT person and someone's like, you know, my whole system crashed, then obviously that's a fire you need to put out. So Take this with a grain of salt, but in general, it's it's a mindset shift. Number three, be your own cheerleader. When you're self-employed, it's right in the title, self, okay? Everything is on you. You ensure that you become successful. Obviously, you leverage, you know, maybe colleagues if you have a mastermind group or like, you know, your significant other, you know, other people. You leverage them, but at the end of the day, you created this business, you need to make it work, right? So be your own cheerleader. And a lot of one way that you can do that is by creating a reward system. And what I mean by that is, for example, you can have, let's say you have four primary tasks that you need to do. You can tell yourself after I've done the first two, I can reward myself by catching up on an episode of one of my favorite shows that was released last night or reading a chapter from this book I'm like super obsessed with or, you know, getting something sweet as like a pick-me-up, whatever it is, give yourself a little bit of a reward and that kind of creates the momentum that you need and it has, uh, it gives you the opportunity to look forward to something. So that can really work in keeping yourself on track. Here's your cup of excellence, otherwise known as the one thing you should remember from this episode as a major key. Once you master the concept of personal accountability and then learn how to apply it, there is nothing that can stand in your way. Why? Because you just moved the one person that is always in your way, yourself. I'll leave you with that, folks. Make sure that you subscribe to our mailing list so that you can get this episode's cheat sheet. See you next time. Make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram and Facebook for all the latest updates at No Sugar Added Pod. That's P O D. Chat with y'all soon.